Yo, 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 Jazz, we ready to go? Let's get it. I want you to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Life of Liz. Let's go. Don't let this moment's past you. Grab you a pet in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Don't let this moment's past you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Yo, 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 what's up? Derek Sire here with another episode of My Life of Lists. If you don't have the book, go get it. Hit me up on social media. Check out Amazon, My Life of List. Or you can go to lifeoflist.com. Find out more about me there and purchase the book there if you like. Yo, so can't start an episode without giving a shout out to Possibilities for Hosting, um, Paradigm Shift for Powering It, uh, and of course, on the ones and twos, DJ Jazz. Uh, love you. Appreciate you. Thanks for going on this journey with me. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump in. Today's chapter is focus. If you're following along in the book, it's going to be list 15. And of course, you know, I can't go forward without going backwards. So let's jump in there. I talk to my son all the time about focusing, right? Focus on what's important. Finish what you're starting. Like, I'm, you know, I'm down on one knee. I'm looking him in the eye, both hands on his shoulders, right? Commit to giving your best. Never give up. Right, I, I, I just want to give him these little nuggets, and I hope that they, they stick, and I hope that he can apply them someday when he's trying to give up and when he's losing focus and when his discipline is going down. I really hope that he's able to just kind of hear dad echoing in the back of his mind. I hear my dad, my mom, my friends, my mentors echoing in the back of my mind all the time. I can hear my sixth-grade football coach, Biscuit, just from the sideline. He used to call me Biscuit. If you want to know why. Uh, hit me up in the chat section. Hit me up in the, and I'm probably not going to tell you, but, you know, it's nice to know that people care. Anyhow, uh, but but I really want my son to just focus. He gets distracted so easily. I'm like, Ethan, focus. When I'm trying to talk to him about something serious and the TV is on, oh, it's whatever I'm saying is going to one ear and out the other. Even to this day, I, I got to get him to focus. He's 16 years old. He just had a birthday. Ethan, focus. Look at me. Listen to me. Eye contact. Zero in. But I can't talk to you about focus without talking about this particular event called Tie Day. Shout out to Warren Pete and Taylor Doe, east side of Oklahoma City, ride or dieters. Ride or die, ride or dieers. Yeah, one of those. They're loyal. Uh, facts. You can't go to the east side too far, talk to too many people without their names coming up. Um, FD Moon, um, elementary school, middle school, we're talking MLK, we're talking about Douglas, Millwood. Uh, Northeast, which is now class in SAS in Northeast. All the schools is where we ride. We spend a lot of time on the east side. Well, these two young men created something called Tie Day. Tie Day is uh, a day uh, once a year where all of these men from the community, they come into this school. At the time, it was Moon Elementary. It's expanded beyond that. But at the time, it was Moon Elementary. And all these people would come in and they would bring these ties and we would match them up with young uh, male students and we would show them how to, to tie a tie. Now, one of the things that, uh, that always amazed me during these tie days is, one, how many of them don't own a tie? I grew up with a dad who was fresh. I mean, stepped out on Sunday morning with the, the, the socks matching the, the handkerchief and the belt, matching the shoes, and then the shirt complementing the suit. And my dad wore hats. And so from top to bottom, I mean, Kansas City fresh. You know what I'm saying? And my dad 
had one leg that was shorter than the other. And so he said, God made him a pimp. He was like, I didn't even have a choice. He was like, my walk, like the way he just designed me, I had to be this fresh, right? And so I grew up with a dad that had ties. And so I knew how to tie a tie. So one thing I'm always amazed when we do this event is how many young men don't own a tie. Number two is how many don't know how to tie a tie. And then number three, I'm always amazed at how many people are willing to give up their day to come out and, and help out these young men and be an example and show them what an adult looks like who has a job, that, that knows how to present themselves. And then the fourth thing that I'm always amazed about in this event is the impact that these people coming in off the street, partnering with these young men, putting them in a tie, the impact that it has. It's absolutely phenomenal. You see these young men in these shirts, in these ties, and their posture changes. They stand up tall. Their chin comes up. Their chest comes out, right? And you got them shaking hands. It's real firm, making eye contact, simply because of a tie. Now, I'm not saying this tie is magic. It could be. But what I'm saying is it's the expectation that comes with wearing the tie. So not only are we telling them the importance of the tie and, and where you wear a tie and, and business meetings and when you dress up and when you go out on dates and when you want to be fancy and, and there's a shift in your mind from when you throw on uh, jeans and a T-shirt to like a suit and a tie and you can see these young men just absorbing it all in. But one of the things that we've found that we struggle with with tie day is the focus to get these young men, third, fourth, fifth graders, to sit still, to put the tie around their neck, and to make sure that one side is longer than the other, and then to go over and then under, and then the loop and the scoop, and then the down the middle pull, and then the knot. And those four or five steps, it wasn't the knot. That was difficult. It wasn't the tie. It was the focus. And so now that I think about the focus that it takes to tie a tie, keep in mind, I took it for granted. I grew up with a dad. I, and I can't imagine what my dad went through trying to show me the tie, how, 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 to, how to not a tie. I can't imagine. Because I was up and around and I was moving, but I had a I had dad. You know, I had somebody that was sitting there and was willing to walk alongside me to make sure that I got it. And so not only was it the focus of the young men, but it was the focus of the mentors. I could see the frustration on the mentors, the people that were coming out in the community that were teaching these young men how to tie the ties. And so if you have a mentor that does not have the focus and a mentee, a young man that does not have the focus, how do we ever not the tie? Come on, y'all know I'm going somewhere with this. If we do not have adults that are willing to have the patience and the focus to work with our young people, then how will we ever get them to where they need to be? If we do not have the young people that are willing to put in the time in order to, to focus and learn the thing, how will they ever get to where they want to be? It's not one or the other. It's both. It's both. I, I can have my dad tie a tie on me and do the tie for me. And I can go to the place and I can do the thing and I can say the things. But there's something about me knowing how to dress myself that's important. Not, it's not about the tie. Stay with me. It's something important about me knowing how to do it on my own. It's something valuable about me learning a skill, about me learning a thing, and then taking it away and being able to implement and apply it on my own. 
right? I can feed a man fish or I could teach him how to fish. That analogy sometimes confuses me because it's like, well, now that I taught them how to fish, do they have the equipment to actually go fish, right? If you understand what it takes to fish, then does that mean that uh, I, I leave you, I send you out without a fishing pole, without the bait? And I'm like, okay, now you got to go make it up. So not, not only were we showing these young men how to, to, to tie a tie and the importance of a tie, but we were giving them the ties, right? And so if I'm going to tell someone conceptually how to be independent, how to get a job, how to study, how to do their homework, how to choose right uh, food choices, how to uh, respect their mother and their sisters and their, their brothers and their siblings and their grandma and their grandpa. If I'm teaching them how to do all these things, but I don't give them the skills to carry it out or the actual tools to carry it out, then I've done them a disservice. So how can we do that? As community leaders, as mentors, as fathers, as parents, as politicians, law enforcement, teachers, how do we not only give them the concept and help them develop the skill, but we also have to give them the tools. The tool can be the skill, but oftentimes the skill is the tool. Skill is knowing how to do, what to do. The tool is actually having the things to be able to do it. But minus the skill, minus the tool aside, before any of that, we got to be able to focus. So I'm going to give you three areas that I think we should focus on. One, I believe that we should focus on ourselves. We should be able to know what are our skills and our talents in order to implement or do or share or give those things away. I'm not a money guy. And so you won't hear me talking about financial literacy. I know it's important. You won't hear me talking about investing or saving or doing that. Yeah, I know it's important, but I'm not skilled enough in order to, to teach someone or to share with someone how to do the thing. I'm not. I'm not. And so I don't do that. What I am good at doing is mentoring. I'm good at building culture and community. I'm, build, I'm good with building relationship, right? I, I can tie two concepts together and I can present them in a way I enjoy speaking and standing on stage and talking and making people laugh and getting people to connect. And, and one of, one of my, my, my goals in life is to bring people better together. I want us to grow better together. That's actually my life's mission statement. How can I get folks to grow better together? That's a skill that I can pass on to someone else. So the first thing that we have to do is we have to focus on ourselves to know what we're good at doing, what are our skills, and what tools do we have to pass on. Number two, we have to focus on an area that needs that skill and that talent. This is really good stuff, people. I hope you're listening. Not only do we have to have our self-awareness, focus on ourselves in order to know what we have to give, but we then have to focus on an area in which we can give it. I got to know as a mentor Who's going to be a good mentee for the skill set that I have, for the character that I have, the personality that I have, right? If I, if I find somebody that does not line up with that, then as much as I desire to mentor and much as I claim that I'm a good mentor, it's not going to fit that personality or that personality style, that character. So I got to make sure that I can focus on myself, focus on the area, and then want to have to focus slash commit to actually doing the thing. Those are three areas. One, I got I to gotta focus, identify What's my skill and talent? Two, I got to focus on an area. And then three, I have to focus on actually doing it. I have a friend that's a fitness professional. And he says, man, D, and I've said this before, but he said it to me. He said, I actually think if you can be disciplined enough to get your physical health under wraps, that's the final frontier for you, bro. And I've said this forever. I'm going to be transparent on this joint. I love food. I also 
love connecting. When I connect with people, I attach food to the connection. Celebrations have food. When I'm stressed, I eat. When I travel, I snack to stay awake. I'm not looking for the best healthy option in, in the airport. I'm looking for something that's quick and something that's going to make my soul feel good. But for him, he says, D, the final frontier for you, man, I think it's going to be your physical health. It's going to be your physical health. And it's all about discipline. It's all about focusing. It's all about identifying what you can do, how you want to do it, and actually doing the thing. And so for you all listening to this, in the same way that I'm, I, I'm talking to my son, it's like, man, pick a direction. Like, do it. Don't quit. When you feel like giving up, I want you to, to double down and commit again. I'm saying for you all, there's an area for you that you need to focus on. I know we've been talking about Thai Day and mentorship and these people coming in and, and teaching people how to do it. And I, I really do want you to, to, to mentor and be community-minded and pass your gift on and to do those things. But in order for us to, to, to survive and have ourselves the best version of ourselves to give to, to other people and to the community, we have to make sure that we focus on improving ourselves first. What does that look like? You all thought I was talking externally. I'm talking about internally for me. It's about finding an area that I want to improve. What's an area that I want to improve? I got to figure out how I'm going to do it, and then I got to actually do it. I do it well with mentoring. I know my skill set. I find an individual or an area that I want to, I want to uh, focus on, and then I actually do it. When I write a book, I sit down. I know what I want to write about. I know how I want the book to read, and then I do it. When I'm standing up for a keynote, I do it. When I'm trying to be the best parent that I can be, I do it. When I want to take my wife out on a date, I know how long it's going to be. I know where we're going to go. I'm going to hold her hand. Uh, I'm going I'm to look her deep in her eye. We're going to kiss. We're going to have fun. Like, I know it. There are certain areas where it just clicks. But there are other areas where I don't have as much focus. I don't have as much discipline. So, in the same way that these men came off the street, and they came from their jobs and they came from their families and they brought these ties and they, they, they knew that their skill set was knowing how to tie a tie. And they brought the tie with them and they know they were going to Moon Middle School or Moon Elementary School. And they knew there was going to be a young man that they're going to be paired up with. And, and, and they knew they were going to go there and teach them how to tie this tie. It's going to be unsuccessful if that individual does not have the focus and the patience. And if the person, the young man that's receiving the tie, that's receiving the information, does not also have the focus and the patience, no matter how much you want to do it. If you don't have the focus, it will not work. So here's your homework. This is what I want you to do. I want you to figure out an area where you need to focus. Once you figure out that area, I want you to create a plan of attack. And at the end of the day, when it does not feel good, when it's not sexy, when it does not give you life, I want you to do it anyway. There's so many men who showed up that morning who uh, had a meeting pop up or they were pulling time away from their family and they showed up and they did it anyway. And there were kids that were there who would much rather be on the playground or hanging out with their friends, but they did it anyway. And they learned how to tie a tie. And the people who brought the ties and brought their skills, they gave their skills and their talents and they taught someone how to tie the tie. For me, I promise myself, I promise you, all, I promise myself more than you all though, that if I commit to the process then not only am I going to give myself the best odds of looking and feeling the best way, but living longer so that I can do more of the work that I'm supposed to do. What's that thing for you? What's the area of focus? 
What's something you can double down on, look in the mirror, understand that it's something that you have to do at the end of the day in order to make sure that you're the best version of yourself. Because when you're the best version of yourself, everybody around you gets the best version as well. So find the area, double down on it, and focus. Thanks again for listening to another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire, powered by Paradigm Shift, recorded in the Possibility Studios. Signing off until next time. Don't let those small moments pass you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list.